0: to a fine start to their day. I am um, having a weird weekend. I, I'm i gonna share with you because I don't really know what the hell I'm feeling or yeah I can't really put a finger on it. It's almost like I need or want to have like a massive cry but I won't allow myself to. I, I don't know if that makes any sense but I uh, I I think I'm taking other people's reactions or lack of reactions, or I don't know, I don't know. I, the day started. I sent out a note, a nice little note, a message, and um, I didn't get a response, and that bothered me. And I don't know why it was looming there in the back of my head all day. And my pissy pants actually started Friday night. I went to a group coaching call and um, I had to acknowledge, you know, that I screwed up something and it's going to impact other people. And I hate that feeling like that I'm going to make their life more difficult uh, because I screwed up. And I think I'm struggling with that. I, I think my ego is struggling with people now knowing I screwed up, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because in the space I'm in, there's a learning curve, right? Like I'm not an expert on running an international virtual assistant business. I mean, I'm definitely an expert on delegating and communicating and building a team, but there's all these facets that I didn't understand. And, um, yeah, it's just, just making me struggle. And then the family stuff is just, you know, getting kind of old Actually, uh, the people that are struggling, I hate that they're struggling and I'm sad for them. I also am like thinking in my head, don't you know this is hurting a lot of people? It's impacting a lot of people. Like I wish people could see what's going on, you know, like and take a look at their actions and behaviors and see if they're really what they want them to be. And then there's a part of me that's like just drained. Like I believe in what I believe in. I believe in being positive and I believe in expressing gratitude and all those things and that they'll make me make the shift. I was struggling yesterday to make the shift though. Like I was driving to my friend's house and, um, I part of me like didn't want to go like I wanted to just hang in my pissy pants. And I tell you this because it's important sometimes to push through that because I went and I had a fabulous time visiting my friends like so good. We were there for God six or seven hours and uh, it was just like four or five of us. But we had a great dinner and great conversation and it was it was just awesome but on the way there, I was trying to reset my mood. So I was listening to my happy music and I literally went down this gratitude list out loud in the car. And I was like, you know what, like, thank you for allowing me to have friends to visit. Thank you for letting me have a car to get there. Thank you for letting me have music to listen to. Thank you for letting me have the ability to not say all the shit that I want to say that my old old attitude brain wants to put out there the passive aggressive the sarcastic the shitty bobby that used to live inside uh, inside of me and the one that I'm trying to untrain and maybe that's just it too maybe I'm frustrated a little that that those voices still show up or those feelings still show up I don't know I'm just having a wacky weekend and it's it's really interesting because I actually had like a really productive morning yesterday. I've been struggling with getting things on my list done. And and I called yesterday. I call Saturday my no work day. And uh I still ended up working, but I got things done off my list. And it felt that part felt really good. And I'm excited about the progress. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the momentum to continue today. You know, the to-do list just doesn't ever go away, right? Like, it's just never going to go away. Um, And I have that gift of putting so much pressure on myself. It drives me, and it makes me successful, and I get things done. But just sometimes, like, you're just depleted. And I think I was a little depleted this weekend. And... um. That's another thing that's disturbing, right? I've only been home a few weeks from my trip and my trip was supposed to be the reset, so I was ready to crank it. so I shouldn't be feeling depleted already. Anyway, I'm done I'm done whining. those are those are just some of the things. you know, the holidays are pretty much upon us. Um, they bring different stressors. I hosted. Not hosted. I facilitated a meeting on Friday where we chatted about this in the alcohol-free environment that I'm in. And, uh, you know, the holidays are just not one of my favorites. They're just not. And a big part of that is when I was younger, there was a lot of bad things that happened on holidays. And then when I was gambling, I was gambling on all the holidays. They were, the you know, the casinos were the only things open 24-7 holiday time. So I always found a way to get there. So there's still that, like I said, that old brain stuff that happens. It's still programmed. Just as I'm saying this to you, my brain is going, okay, well, I'm driving to Massachusetts. Um, You know, there's, there's casinos along the way. There's, you know, like it would be so easy. I was thinking about the year that I relapsed, you know, 2015, when when I went back, it was Thanksgiving. I mean, I went back one day in October, but it was Thanksgiving. That was really like the reactivation of the craziness of my gambling addiction. And uh, I didn't lie specifically, but I definitely didn't tell the truth to hide myself that day. And I I think I've shared this with you, but, you know, different people were inviting me to Thanksgiving to make sure I wasn't alone, and I was telling them that I was invited by other people, which was true, but I didn't tell them I had no intention of going. I don't even know that I knew I had no intention of going. I think on some level I kind of knew, and then I went and I just spent all day at the casino, and it was just not a good idea. So anyway, those are like all the things that are rolling around in my head right now. Um, and yeah, I'll work through them. It's all good. I, I feel already better today. I, I will snap out of it. I know, you know, once we get back into the work week, it's going to be like, okay, all systems go. No time to feel. We got things to do. So I, I, I'm fortunate, I guess, that I can have <laughs> those multiple personalities, you know, work Bobby and... uh Pissy Pants Bobby can be on two separate pages when she, when they need to be. Not all the time, but sometime. Alright, let's see what our reading says today. Isaac Walton says, look at your health, and if you have it, praise God, and value it next to a good conscience. For health is a blessing that money cannot buy. Wow, truer words probably haven't been spoken this year. When health ho- Okay, here we go. I didn't read this. You can always tell when I didn't read it ahead of time probably because I sound surprised that it relates to usually whatever the heck I was talking about. When holidays are coming, some of us rejoice, looking forward to an act- to the activity and preparation of the season. Others groan in despair, prepared for too much work and too little reward, and some of us begin to feel depressed. Holidays mean sad memories and overstressed systems that will take weeks, maybe months to return to normal. During active addiction, we muddled through the best we could. We did not control events. They controlled us. We let ourselves get overtired and stressed out. We didn't eat right or exercise. Instead, we medicated ourselves against the possibility of closeness with family. Now we have the tools of recovery to help us take better care of ourselves. We can avoid or diminish holiday stress, planning our schedule more carefully, keeping some time for ourselves. We can avoid... Wow. When tasks pile up on us, we can go to a meeting, call our sponsor, take a break in our hectic schedule. As we learn to have healthier holidays, we find ourselves beginning to feel the closeness of loved ones that we missed out on before. We have so much to celebrate now, and holidays are the best time to share our gratitude and serenity. Today, help me use my new life to make holidays a joyful time. Okay so we're on the we're on the holiday train, the holiday stress train, and it's true, right I, I mean, so many things happen, and then this year of all years, you know people are scared I mean, people are just scared, and people don't want to be sick, and people want to see their family, but because of the fear, because of the rules of the government and and whatever's going on they may not be able to see their family. So it's catch 22, right? Like count your blessings, be present, enjoy your family, but then maybe, you know, traveling or doing the things to see your family are dangerous this year. Like, and and maybe not possible. So that has a whole different flavor of stress. Or maybe relief. Maybe your family stresses you out and that's part of why you gambled because they stressed you out and you weren't equipped to deal with the stress. So, you'd go gamble? It's going to be different for every person. But either way, the holidays are stressful. And, um, yeah, I think, I think we Americans who have Thanksgiving this week definitely need to prepare, you know, prepare ourselves mentally and get ready for the holiday week. It's, um, It can be whatever we choose to make it be, right? If you think that going somewhere will stress you out or not be good for your recovery, then don't go. Or set up boundaries on time or or fail safes. There's a lot of meetings, a lot of community out there. I know that one group is running meetings like all day. Virtual, of course, right? So there's a lot of access out there. So don't shortchange yourself if that's what you need to do. If you need a pajama day, and you know you you know work might be crazy for you, you know I think of of all my friends in retail. You know the weeks leading up to the holidays have always been busy. There's never enough staff. Now, add on supply chain demands. And by that, I mean, you know, people are starting to do the stock up out of fear. And then there's still suppliers, you know, the people who make the things, they're being impacted by COVID too. And if you think about what it takes to go into, let's let's use toilet paper, right? Because that's one of the hot topics. If you knew all the steps, like we don't think about, what goes into making toilet paper, right? We just go to the store and we buy toilet paper. But let's backtrack a little. You have to get the lumber to make the toilet paper, right? So if the lumberjacks have COVID or are shorthanded, that's going to slow down the flow. And then there's the the people in the mills that process the trees. And if they're sick or have COVID, it's going to slow down the process. And then there's the truck drivers who bring it to wherever it gets packaged. And if they're sick or have COVID, it slows down the process. And then it gets packaged, and there's another you know, trucking or transportation thing. It could be on the rail. It could be in a truck. It has to get to the warehouse. Well, what if the warehouse is impacted? And then from the warehouse, it goes again on trucks. I'm not just saying this because I'm partial to truck drivers, right? but, and then it goes to the stores and then the stockers. So there's like eight or 10 touches and, and I probably don't even know them all, right? I've never actually watched a tree go from the woods to the shelf in a grocery store. But let's think about that. How many things are being impacted by that? And what can we control out of that? And what can't we control, right? So just shopping this year could add stress to your holiday. And this is the way I would suggest we frame it because we can't control it. And yeah. Oh, excuse me. Toilet paper is a, you know, what we'd consider a necessity in most places. However, after vis- visiting Asia this year, I know that it's um it's a luxury item. It's it's quite frankly a luxury item, but a lot of us don't think of it that way. And we have other options, right? We we just might need to be creative. It might be toilet paper or a tissue or a paper towel or a napkin, right? Like, there's enough stuff if if we're um, creative. In my mind right now, I'm picturing, like, the dollar stores and, and wipes. And, and I, like, there's things, right? Like, everything's not going to be out everywhere. I had a friend that actually, uh, when I was in Kansas, she told me she actually ordered a bidet for her toilet. Um, You know, like that's pretty That's pretty eco-efficient and doesn't screw you up if there's a toilet paper shortage, right? So let's think about how to be resourceful and how to find solutions instead of going down the aisle and being frustrated that something's not there that we need. Because it's not going to just be toilet paper. It's going to be many things because we don't know who's impacted. I've heard stories because here in the States, I guess, now, you have to keep in mind, I don't watch the news, right? Like, my uncle was telling me that there's a possibility for a vaccine. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, like, coming out soon. Okay. Like, I- I'll believe it when I see it. And it's a long way coming for most normal people. And and by normal people, I mean, um, that came out really wrong. But, I mean, there's going to be people that... Our um priority—that's the word I'm looking for—priority. Like a normal, healthy, in their mid forties, you know, relatively healthy person is not going to get the vaccine before the seniors and before the high-risk people and before the doctors and nurses, right? Like, and that makes sense. So it doesn't really—it doesn't impact me today. And most of the time, I live for today. I mean, I, I granted, I strategize for my future in a responsible way but essentially today that doesn't impact me so again not a big reason not a reason to watch the news so anyway um, didn't know about that and I forgot what I was talking about I had a point to this yep totally lost it I'm gonna have to re-listen okay okay I remember my point, and it's really not that uh, <laughs> significant in hindsight. But here in the States, I guess there's some conversation about having too many turkeys that are too big, right? Because there's a limited amount of people that are allowed to go to Thanksgiving. So they have to, like everybody's buying smaller turkeys because they're going to have smaller groups. So there's not enough turkeys prepared for smaller families, so people are going to either have too much turkey or, or whatever. You know, like, really, how bad of a problem is that? Like, can we survive with too much turkey? Probably. I mean, is an extra 10 or 15 bucks when you're buying a turkey going to matter? Especially if you have the leftovers, like, make some soup, right? That's what I'm saying, is reframe things. Let's make them happy things. Let's, let's go into the holidays with a good attitude and a good foundation and not let those little things and I'm I'm speaking from experience like I go into a store and it's too busy and I start breathing funny and I'm miserable by the time I'm getting out never mind now like having a mask on I just don't like it I I was standing there and uh, a bell ringer was ringing his bell and singing when there was just two of us in the lobby trying to have a conversation through our masks and uh I can't hear, and that kind of stuff just changes my whole body chemistry. And I can't allow that to hang out with me all day, right? Because then I'm like psycho bitch from hell, quite frankly. And I can't let the outside circumstances impact my insides that much, or my whole day. Like if I have a moment of of anxiety or panic around the noise or the the chaos, like I'm the same way around too many children. Like. When they're too busy or animal, you know, like things that are just chaotic. I don't do well with and I need to not put myself in those situations. And I generally don't. And that's okay. So I'm advocating that you don't put yourself in any of those situations. Let's say you have plans and it's just, it's changing your body chemistry just to think about having a go. Call out sick that day. Call and say, you're not feeling good. You don't want to take the risk, right? Everybody has a get out of jail free card this year. Not to make light of it, but I mean, if that's what you need to do for your mental health, stand up for your mental health and take care of you. It's just that simple. You have to take care of you. So that's, you know what? That is the message I want to leave today on. Take care of you. Think about what I'm saying. We have a couple days before the holiday, and I want you to really think about that. What is going to best serve you this week, this holiday, the next holiday? I mean, here we are. We're, We're getting ready to wrap up the year. There's lots of holidays. I won't pretend that I'm an expert on those either. I just know that there's a lot coming up. There's, you know, definitely Hanukkah. I'm not super familiar, but I think it's Kwanzaa. You know, there's a lot of different different traditions and things that involve other people. So make sure you're protecting yourself from the other people. All right, beautiful people. I am going to go on that note. Remember, protect yourself. Prepare yourself. Take care of yourself.